Cool. So I've been looking for a topic to talk about for a while now. Um, I was on my computer just scrolling around and I saw that I, um, I've worked with 132 artists since the beginning of 2015. Um, and I think through all of that, I've picked up on a whole lot of things that have made my sessions better. Um, I've had a lot of annoying sessions and I've had some sessions that have been really, really good. So I just want to break down some of the things that have made those sessions that way and see if I can help out. So first thing I just want to iron out is that I'm going to profile people now. Um, artists tend to be a little bit more uh, outgoing. They tend to be a bit more extroverted, right? Not every artist is like this, but a lot are. And this this high amount of confidence can sometimes get misconstrued as arrogance, right? And I think we just need to be empathetic to that as producers. Uh, when I say producers, I'm referring to producers and engineers. So we need to be a little bit empathetic to that, right? Same time, most producers are a little bit more reserved, a little bit more, sometimes they're shy. Um, also, don't get that misconstrued either. I've had people contact me and I feel like they they think that I'm shy and because of that, they try to take advantage. And the moment I step up and I get a little bit more aggressive, not that much, just a little bit more aggressive. I'm like, no, you, you, you're being silly. And they're like, oh, what's going on? I'm like, no, dude, this, yeah, just understand that. Um, I might be chilled and I might be relaxed, but don't take advantage of that and see that as something that it isn't, right? This is how I, I see a lot of people losing um, respect for one another. They have an understanding of a person and they think that's how they are, but they get confused. Um, anyway, yeah, so just bear that in mind. Not everybody's the same and we all need to work in harmony, right? Now, let's talk about time. Um, time is a major thing. I've had artists pitch up. Uh, we've organized for a 10 a.m. session. 1 p.m. They're like, dude, we've, we're at the gate. I'm like, no. Well, what are you doing here? They're like, yeah, I'm here for my session. I'm like, what do you think I was doing between 10 and now? I can't see you. I'm busy. I'm not lying to them, but even if I'm not busy and I need to go and maybe, maybe I have something else that I want to do, I'm going to do that because my time has not been respected. What the hell do you think I was doing between 10 and 1 um, sitting here waiting for you? Also, another deal is, um, say, they got here on time, and now I say to them, wait, dude, I just need to quickly go and fetch my keyboard from um, the dude down the, 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 down the way, and then uh, my, sound my sound card is actually in Soweto, so we need to go fetch that, then we can start our session. Session starts at 5 p.m., because I'm still busy trying to set the studio up. So there needs to be that mutual respect with each other's time. This is why people don't ever get anything done because by the time five o'clock comes through, everyone's so damn tired that nothing gets done, right? Um, during the session, as a producer, it's your job to be super fast. It's your job to understand your equipment and know that when an artist says, okay, I want to take a take now, that you just hit record. That it's a very, very quick process. That you aren't faffing around, trying to click things and trying to sort things out. I know I faff, but it's only between the time of setting the beat up and trying to, you know, arrange it. But I do that with the artist, so we faff together. Once that's done, everything else is super fast. On the other hand, with um, the artist, understand that unless you have a decent relationship with someone, don't go there and write in the studio um, unless you've had prior arrangements. I have certain artists who, in fact, most of the people I work with come in prepared with lyrics and everything good to go. But I've had instances where people say, I don't write in, I only write in studio. And I'm like, okay, cool. 
write in studio, but be good at that. And when P.O. comes through, I prefer him to write in studio because that's when the best stuff comes out. But I also know that 45 minutes and we're done. Sometimes even less. I've seen him write tracks in 30 minutes and sometimes even less than that. And it's always good. Well, in my opinion, it's it's always a good experience. And I always budget something. I always budget my time and say, okay, cool. I'm just going to jump on social media, maybe send one or two emails, uh, make one or two phone calls, and he's done, just like that. So just have that understanding of time to say, cool, I want to come into studio. Can I book that extra hour just so I can write? You know, it's a very, very simple thing like that. Um, otherwise, again, you're not respecting the other person's time, right? Um, then I'd say when you're in that situation, understand that, that place, that studio, is that person's sanctuary, right? As a producer, that's my sanctuary. You're entering my home. That's where I make my music. So for you to come in and if, just understand that you need to ask certain things. You know, um, I've got, uh, I might need to have some weed because I feel like I, I perform better behind the mic when I've had something. I'll tell you how I feel about that. Um, if there's other drugs that you might want to take, I'll tell you very, very straight. I'll be like, okay, cool. This is how I feel about that. Alcohol, same situation. I'll tell you how I feel about it so that there's no lines that are crossed. You're, like, you're not arriving at my house with this massive bottle of wine or you know, you're not arriving with three bottles of vodka and three of your friends and now it's become a party because that's completely disrespectful. You haven't warned me in any kind of way and it's, it doesn't work well like that. Um, also respect the equipment. Um, I've had people drop my things and you know push my things over, just start touching things, and you know it just it becomes annoying. And this all adds to the relationship building that I always talk about. That you want to leave there knowing that you've had a good session, and it might be great because you've made a nice song. But remember all the crap that happened during that. I've had great songs that have been made through very shitty sessions, um, and unfortunately, I'm always going to remember that session. Right. Um, during the session, at some point towards the end, even if it's a phone call afterwards, just set dates for when the mix will be ready. I've seen whole relationships broken down because they don't know when the mix is supposed to be ready. And then the producer ghosts on the artist and they disappear and they come back like three weeks later. They're like, dude, my PC crashed. Sorry, we're going to have to redo everything. It's it's not it's not on. Um, set uh, agreements for payments as well so that you can get that out the way people and their money especially like if you think of now we're in January now imagine we're not talking about payments at the end of the session and there's money owed right Let, let's sort that out as much as you might want to do it for the love of the music you don't know what the other person is thinking about so just bring it out let it be a topic of conversation same with the splits you might find that you have no idea what the hell's going on. You haven't registered anything. You haven't done anything. But then now when you do, you, you want to know that you understand what the other person wants. So if there's splits or publishing it needs to be sorted out, sort it out in the session. It might be a dampener for the session, but I'm telling you, sorting out there is a lot better than sorting it out in some random courtroom. Um, as a music producer, understand that when an artist comes to you, they come to you with a vision. They sometimes they don't need you to be honest. They kind of just need you to button push. And I've been a button pusher many times. I've just sat there and I've been like, okay, cool. This is what needs to happen. I'll tell you whether or not I enjoy what's coming out. Am I actually feeling what you're doing? That I'll be, um, uh, I'll be straight with you about. But there's certain situations where 
um, I know I've sat in a session where the artist had a complete idea. They laid down the idea. It was for me to say, okay, cool, this is the idea. Um, you might want to tweak that and tweak that and tweak that, but they didn't really come to me for that. Um, it's difficult to explain. You have to be in a situation to, to understand that. But your input is not always needed on that level. Same with, um, I see managers doing it a lot. The manager comes in and managers wanting to get involved creatively. Um, and they know that they don't have an ear. So a session will be going on and then there'll be four people in the room and the four people, one of them is the manager. Three of them will be the artist and the producer and everyone will be like, oh, great take. Everyone's happy with the take and the manager's like, nope, do it again. I'm not happy with it. You know, almost like, you know, you're it's almost like they're the father figure and they've told you, you know, do it again. It's, you know, but they're getting involved where they shouldn't and that type of um, interaction isn't necessarily uh, needed. But it's always, you have to read the situation. It's never going to be clear cut cut and dry situation. Just read the situation, know how much you're needed as a producer in the production, actual production of the track, whether you're needed there on more of a sound engineering kind of um, basis, know where it is that you belong. At the same time, understand that as an artist, you're dealing with a producer who's also a creative. They're not just a button pusher. They have an opinion, they have a soul, and you know it's sometimes it's nice if you do you know bounce an idea off i've given many i've turned tracks around purely by saying one or two things but there's certain situations where it becomes very very difficult because the environment doesn't allow for that right and um it's easier said than done to just say i'm going to open my mouth sometimes it's not that easy um so just make sure that the environment is as open and as free as possible um, last thing I want to talk about is terminology. This is a big one and it, it messes up relationships between artists and producers a lot. Artists speak in adverbs and adjectives. I need the track to be more crisp. I need the track to be more bumping. I need it to be more, more, um, more, more bold. Um, I need this, the, the, that kick to come in more, uh, more, more boldly, you know, whereas a producer will think of bold. It's your job as a producer to say, okay, he said bold. Maybe that's compression, maybe a bit of volume, maybe a tad bit of distortion. Cool, I've got it. Crispness, I need crispness in the vocals. Great, we're going to try and get, we're going to try and work on the high end of the vocals. We're going to try and maybe let's add, a, let's add some harmonics or let's add an exciter or, you know, they, you need to take whatever it is that has been fed to you and turn it into something that's technological, right? Essentially, there's no button on a VST that says add boldness, add crispness. Whatever information has been given in needs to be translated into um, uh, uh